a New Zealand coffee invention, family-owned vineyards, and a candy you roll down a hill. This week, we're in Nelson and Marlborough, New Zealand. Traveling the world to bring you delicious dishes, tasty beverages, and interesting experiences. This is the Destination Eat Drink Podcast on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. I'm Brent Peterson. Welcome to Destination Eat Drink, the travel podcast for foodies. On each program, we explore the cuisine of a different part of the world and fun things to do there. And this week, it's Nelson and Marlborough, New Zealand. But before we get there, Here's a reminder for you to subscribe to the podcast. We're on all the podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So subscribe and get a new destination eat drink every Friday. CJ Power is a travel guide for the Nelson and Marlborough area of New Zealand's gorgeous South Island. He runs Nelson Tours and Travel and takes visitors to see all the sites of the region. We talk about the famous wines of the area, including Sauvignon Blanc, and some of CJ's favorite family-owned wineries, plus some dog talk about the fun dogs that seem to live at every vineyard. But it's not all wine this week. CJ talks about beer and cider and coffee. It's a lot of beverages this week. But he also gives us some great recommendations for places to eat in Nelson and Marlborough. Destination Eat Drink. CJ, thanks for being on Destination Eat Drink. You know, we're in the middle of this pandemic, and as I watch the news, I like to check out all the different countries and how they're handling the pandemic. And boy, it's like New Zealand is handling this brilliantly, at least my observation from halfway around the world. How is the pandemic working in New Zealand right now? How are you guys handling it? Yeah. Hey, hey, Brent. Things are going okay at the moment. Yeah. Um, obviously, we have uh, zero community outbreaks at the moment, and uh, we've had that for a number of weeks, maybe months now, uh, which has been really, really good. Um, so we still are allowing New Zealanders to travel back uh, from all around the planet, and they're going into a facility lockdown. And um, it's, it's all managed. Uh, we've had a couple of slip-ups, people getting out and getting in, you know, wanted to go out on the weekend and they sneak out and they catch them and bring them back and they've actually got to go to court. <laughs> what that is. Wow. Yeah, so, but there has been no outbreaks from those people, which is really lucky. But there has been a couple of slip-ups. Um, yeah, but there's still no community outbreak and um, they're, they're sort of learning as they go. I think like everybody else, we're all sort of learning as we go through this. Yeah. So how's it working with the tourism industry? Are you guys able to conduct tours and do your uh, take people around and show them in the Marlborough and Nelson area? Yeah. So uh, domestic tourism um, and we've we're in school holidays at the moment, so it's actually been quite busy um, all around the country, Queenstown, Nelson, from here in Nelson, and uh, yeah, it's been quite busy here. The sort of, the word was to everybody, get out there and support your tourism organizations and businesses. And Good, good. Yeah, and that was the word, sort of, uh, get out there and, and support these guys and us and yeah, that's um, come across quite well, and you people seem to be doing it. I was sort of talking to you before the interview started about the ski ski 
season right now. It's winter in New Zealand, and uh, ski season is really good. We had really good snow, uh, one of the best seasons we've had for a long, long time. Yeah, so things are, at the moment, really, really positive. And, you know, school holidays is coming to an end uh, next week, um, and we'll be looking at something else to generate interest. Um, and particularly, I think, uh, a lot of the regions um, in New Zealand, yeah. Now, you're in, you mentioned you're in the Nelson area of New Zealand. Is What is this area called, first of all, before I ask more questions? Is, is there a specific name for this area of New Zealand that you're in? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, Nelson, and we have Tasman Bay, which is the wider Nelson area. So uh, we call ourselves Nelson Tasman, a big chunk of the top of the South Island. And then next to us, we have uh, the Marlborough Sounds, where um, Marlborough, the vineyards out there, um, very, very famous, the largest wine area in New Zealand. Um, so, yeah, lots of sea around the top of the South Island. Yeah, so you're right across the Tasman Bay from Wellington. Wellington is the political capital of New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Is there a lot of uh, travel back and forth, or is is there uh, is it difficult to get from side to side? Would you take a ferry? Would you take a plane? How would you go back and forth, and is there a lot of cross-pollinization between the two? Yeah, you can um, drive to the ferry from here, and it takes about an hour and 45 minutes to get to the ferry, uh, take the Inter-Islander or the Blue Bridge Ferry to Wellington. Yeah, or you can fly. There's uh, Sounds Air in New Zealand at the moment. Um, and they do daily flights. So we're moving around the country right now. Domestically, everyone's traveling around freely, which is quite nice. Yeah. You're near the Marlborough area, which is probably, at least for us Americans, is probably the best known wine region of New Zealand. You go into a wine shop and you see lots and lots of Marlborough bottles. CJ, when you take folks out to Marlborough, tell us about the wine region of Marlborough. What's it like? What kind of grapes would we find? What would we do there? So Marlborough is um, world famous for its Sauvignon Blanc, um, but it also has other nice aromatic white varieties. Um, so when you get there, you'll see that they have some, some nice Pinot Gris, not Pinot Grigio, but Pinot Gris. Um, they have lovely Rieslings, yeah, Pinot Noir as well, the South Island wine. Yeah, and dessert wines as well, lovely dessert wines out there. So, yeah, Marlborough is, is quite a big flat area. Um, you've got the Wide Owl Plains. That's where I sort of generally do a lot of my tours from Nelson. Um, yeah, lovely, lovely place to visit. Um, a lot of sunshine hours. Marlborough and Nelson are always competing for the sunniest place in New Zealand. Um, oh, nice. Nelson always wins the sunniest place in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> I like to tell them that when I get over there. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, uh, it's a great area. So same sort of latitude as Nelson. So Nelson's a bit of a sub-region of um, the wine areas in New Zealand, uh, fourth largest wine area here in New Zealand. And, um, yeah, similar varieties, but our um, our climate is a little bit different. We've got a bit of a maritime climate here as well, uh, and very close and compact. So we've got the, the clays up in the Amutari Hills, and we've got the plains the stony gravel plains of the, the Waimea, yeah, a bit of lime in the, in the soils out around Abel Tasman, Rewaka area. So, yeah, a lot of, a lot of good um, wines and interesting things happening here. Yeah, yeah, really proud of our wine. So what are your some of your favorite wineries, CJ, um, that you have in the Tasman, Marlborough area, and, and why are they your favorites? What makes them your favorite? 
Yeah, I mean, like, I don't like to say who my favorites <laughs> right, are right. all the time. Tell us, tell us a couple you like. <laughs> like, for me personally, I like the small family-owned ones uh, where you get to meet the owners, and and they've generally always got great wine as well. They, they spend a lot of time and effort and um, very hands-on. Yeah, and, and you get a really good experience in these places as well. So um, for, for Marlborough, you know, one of my favorite places that I love going to and, and chatting to the owners and the owner's son. And they've got a great dog there called Vinny the Vineyard Dog. <laughs> that place is um, Bladen, Bladen Wines. Really cool, amazing place, yeah. Um, and next door, uh, you've got Framingham Wines, and they're lovely as well. A little bit bigger, um, and they've, they've got an amazing Riesling there, or classic Rieslings. Just really fun places to visit. Um, Thing about Framingham that I like is uh, the winemaker and the uh, the head viticulturist is actually um, the musicians, and they've got a, a band room downstairs in the cellar that you can go visit oh, cool. with the wines. And yeah, really cool, real real fun places. Yeah, so yeah, Marlborough is real fun. And when I when I I do mainly tours in Nelson because I'm Nelson based. So in Nelson, yeah, places like. Uh, Brightwater Vineyards, really, really nice. You always get a really lovely reception there with the owners um, and their nice little dog. So I was all about the dogs here, eh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cool wine dogs. You get a nice reception there and amazing wines. And uh, even got a place next door to there as, as well on the plains called uh, Middle Earth because <laughs> um, Nelson's the centre of New Zealand. And um you know, Lord of the Rings and all that sort of stuff. But these guys, uh, they sort of go operate under the brand Wine Lords, and and they have several labels under that, um, including Middle Earth. Um, yeah, which is really fun, and they do cider as well, which is real fun, real cool thing to do there. Yeah, we had some we had some really good cider when we were in Napier in New Zealand. Let's let's talk a little bit about cider. That's interesting. Um, why is cider taking off so much in New Zealand recently? Yeah, well, particularly in the summertime, it's quite popular for, for me anyway. Um, right. Yeah, just because we, we, I mean, in Nelson, we, we have a lot of orchards and, and fruits and, and, you know, all the apples. We've got a big history of apple orchards here and um, berries and all sorts of things. And, um, yeah, so I guess the cider, yeah, sort of complements that as well. So, uh, yeah, it's quite a quite a nice industry. I think we've got five cideries now in, in Tasman, so it's really good. It's um, and we've got a cider festival as well in November, oh, which cool. is pretty fun. It's, it's in its fourth or fifth year now. Yeah, it's going quite well. You know, where you've got apple trees, you know someone's going to be making cider. <laughs> it's just the way. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so let's let's talk food in the uh, in the Nelson Tasman area. Are are there any dishes that you would call like signature dishes or dishes that we must try when we come to uh, Tas Nelson Tasman? Yeah, I mean, uh, Kaimoana seafood is is really really good here. We're very famous for our, our seafood. Um, for example, between Nelson and Marlborough, we've got the Marlborough Sounds. Um, a lot of the salmon comes from there and, and mussels as well. We've got scallops all around here. Um, great fishing in the sea there as well, Tasman Bay. Um, so seafood's a big thing here. Uh, and also local projects as well. So we're, we're really big here on 
uh, local produce and um, small businesses making really, really yummy things for everybody to try. Yeah, we're actually getting quite well known for our products that we're producing in us in Tasman. Even peanut butter. Oh. That's uh it's one of the biggest things here. Pix peanut butter. Yeah. They're amazing. He's got a he's got a facility here called uh Pix Peanut Butter World. It's like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You can do tours and <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah. So um yeah, it's, it's, yeah, a lot of good things happening in this area, I think. Yeah, that's why I stay. <laughs> I was so impressed with the quality of the New Zealand produce when I was there. I mean, even going into a regular grocery store you go to the produce aisle and it just looked gorgeous. I mean, here in the U.S., we've got places like Whole Foods where you go and you get really nice looking produce. You go to a regular grocery store and it tends to be a little wilted, a little sad. But I found just going into the regular grocery store across the street from our uh, Airbnb, the strawberries were beautiful. All the produce was just gorgeous. And it all said, grown in New Zealand, grown in New Zealand, grown in New Zealand. Yeah, I mean, we've got a big fruit bowl here um, and a lot of producers. Um, yeah, it's really lovely. A farmer's markets all around the place. One of the fun things that I like to do, I mentioned the grocery store, and I'll go into local grocery stores no matter where I am in the world. And I like looking for the local products, especially the local candy, because candy is different wherever you go in the world. And I've talked about on the podcast before a couple of the candies from New Zealand, the pineapple lumps and the chocolate fish. But I was reading about when I was getting ready to talk to you, CJ, I was reading about a candy that I think is pretty popular in New Zealand, but I didn't see it, or I guess I wasn't looking for it when I was there. Can you tell me about something called Jaffas, J-A-F-F-A-S? Jaffas? Yeah, the, the, the lollies or the candy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they're um, an orange and chocolate treat, I guess. It's a little round ball um, with chocolate in the middle, and then the outer shell is sort of orange flavored. So it's an orange chocolate thing. Yeah, Jaffas. <laughs> Those go together yeah. well, orange and chocolate. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And they do a they do a, a Jaffa race as well in, in Dunedin, uh, where we have the world's steepest street. In the, yeah, in Dunedin, uh, it's just south in the South Island, and uh, they race uh, Jaffas down the the street, <laughs> Baldwin Street, yeah. And uh, they've uh, they got little markings on them. They can tell who's Jaffa's who, and you get a prize at the end if your Jaffa wins. Yeah. So Jaffa's are little little circles or little globes, maybe the size of a marble or something, and you're just letting them roll roll That's down right. the street. That is awesome. <laughs> you can get giant Jaffa's as well, but oh, okay, there's bigger ones season. too. Yeah. <laughs> I just love looking for the local candies because it's fun to fill your suitcase with these, bring them home, give them to my nieces or just give them to friends and be like, you know, hey, here's what, you know, here's what the kids were eating in wherever we happen to be, you know. Um, so it's yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> I know the Kiwis love coffee. Boy, there are so many coffee places when I was there. And uh, I absolutely fell in love with uh the coffee drink, uh, flat white, which is yeah. kind of like a, a latte uh, that we have here in the U.S., but so much better in my opinion. But if you could talk a little bit, CJ, about coffee culture in uh, Nelson, Tasman, and in Marlboro, and you know some of the favorite places to go for a morning coffee, and some of your favorite coffee drinks. Oh, thanks for that. Um, I've actually. I gave up coffee. Oh no! Okay. <laughs> only, only, only for about 
like two months ago I did, but like I love going for a flat white. I'll probably go for one occasionally now. Yeah, but flat whites are actually a New Zealand invention. Did you know that? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, pretty cool. It came around. It's just, it's quite a simple drink. It's really nice. It's uh, an espresso with milk, but yeah, it's really nicely done. The way they foam the flat white makes it really great because you've got you don't have these big bubbles in there like some other coffee drinks. It's these little micro no, no. micro beads almost that, and it just makes it. Really, really nice smooth. to drink. Yeah, you know, like in New Zealand, uh, double shots is a is, is quite standard. You know, like if you don't get a double shot somewhere, it's like, oh, my coffee's a bit weak. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, you often want a double shot. You know, as a standard thing. What are some of the top coffee places uh, to go in Nelson, Tasman? Yeah, well, just down the road, we have a really cool one called Zumo's. Um, yeah, and, and you can choose your, your bean. They they, they roast their, their beans there, and um, and then you can go in and, and that, like be a, a smooth and balanced bean or the latest thing that they've done. Um, and they can just choose out about four or five different beans there, and then really nice. They know your name when you come in. You've mm. got your little discount card, and and then your name comes up, and they they sort of know you anyway, sort of thing. So yeah, they're really nice. It's, Sounds like a great place. Let's talk yeah. about some mm. of your some restaurants that you might uh, recommend for visitors to come and see. You mentioned all the seafood in Nelson. That's very popular. Yeah. But, you know, seafood places or just regular places? What places do you tell folks to uh, go and check out when they're in your area? Yeah, so we're, we're really lucky in, in Nelson. We've got some really nice establishments for eating and drinking in the town. Um, Mama Cod um, is, um, they've just rebanded. Rebranded. They used to be called Cod and Lobster. Some of your listeners might know that if they've been here, but now they're called Mama Cod. Um, and they've done a bit of a rebrand, and, and um, yeah, it looks a little bit different in there, and done a few different things. But they're really well known for their seafood in there. That's at the top of Trafalgar Street, where there's there's quite a few uh, nice places there to to eat out. Yeah, and some nice cocktail bars around as well oh, around that area. Yeah, and uh, outdoor dining in the summertime. A little cold, a little cold right now to be dining outside, but still. Yeah. <laughs> CJ, your company is Nelson Tours and Travel. Uh, give us a little thumbnail about some of the different tours that you can do. We talked about uh, we talked about wine a little bit. I know you have wine tours, but you know, talk about mm-hmm. the different tours that folks would have uh, if they wanted to come see you in Nelson. Yeah, absolutely. So my most popular tour is the Nelson Wine Tour, um, and that's. Uh, I pick you up from your accommodation, wherever you're staying. Um, it's just me. Like, I do everything. I've, I've been running this business for about 12 years, since 2008. Oh, good. Um, probably the longest running tour operator out of everyone here. I, I pick them up from the address, and we, we head out into Tazan Bay. Um, I organize tastings for them um, before the tour. And, um, yeah, we, we meet the owners and their dogs, um, <laughs> and try the wines. If they try the wines, we go up into the German part of Nelson as well and have lunch either at the New Zealand's oldest pub or we have lunch at Forster's, which is a really, really, really nice um, vineyard uh, restaurant up, up there as well. Yeah, generally, that one generally lasts for about five hours. I can take up to nine people, so it's, it's all that's maximum. And um, and then I drop them off home and they have a great time. I look back at all the photos I've taken for them for the day and 
yeah, so that one's really cool. And then we've got the Best of Both Worlds tour, which is the one where I do cider and beer and, and wine. Yeah, and we, we visit um, some breweries and, and we visit um, some wineries and, and, and try some ciders and have lunch and go to some different places. I, I don't actually go to the same places all the time. I like to mix it up, particularly in the summertime when everything's open. And, um, yeah, I, I think I have just as much fun as everyone else. <laughs> but, but I don't drink on tour, obviously, yeah. Of course. Now, you, you said something that uh, pricked up my ears a little bit, CJ. You said um, oldest, oldest pub in New Zealand. Now, we were just in Ireland last fall before the pandemic struck. And I have the feeling that the pubs in Ireland might be a little bit older than the ones in New Zealand. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but still, I got to imagine this is a fun place to go. Tell me about the oldest pub in New Zealand. Yeah, the, the Moosery Inn. Yeah, so it's a, it's a really nice place up in the in the country. It's a nice country setting. It's an old building. It's an old pub. It's been built by the Germans back in the 1850, 1850 actually. And it was uh, the Germans have been um, growing hops here since um, the 1840s, 18, early 1840s. And that's sort of when everyone was settling in New Zealand. So they were establishing themselves with the hops and everything. Um, that road where the your pub, the pub is on was actually the, the main highway between Nelson and Golden Bay, which is over the hills. Golden Bay is known as the place where the first gold in New Zealand was discovered. So all the um, common coat carts used to come over the hill and then go on the highway. And I guess that was a really great resting stop. So the German people in that area thought, hey, we, we should – this pub um yeah at the time there's a few other pubs going up around new zealand but yeah this one's um this this uh Mutri Inn, it's still the original pub um a lot of these older pubs um there is older ones but they have been burnt down or mm. um gone through major renovations um so the way the Mutri Inn like to call themselves the oldest pub in new zealand is because they're still the original pub so I didn't realize this is something, uh, another thing I've learned from you today, CJ, is that there were Germans in New Zealand. I knew about the English, of course. I also knew about the French. Yeah. But I didn't realize there were Germans in New Zealand. So um, Absolutely. Yeah. tell me about them and, and, and can we get any good German food in, New Ze in this area? German food. Um, I think the pub does a few. Sometimes they do nice uh, sausages and sort of sort of cheeses. Yeah, sort of German things like that. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're still very Kiwi, uh, <laughs> but that, that's just part of the history up there. And it was, they were a minority group um, that found that they could grow hops here. And um, yeah, at, uh, Nelson is actually we grow ninety percent of New Zealand hops. Oh, so we're we're um, the place for hops, um, but the Germans were the ones that started that for us back in the 1840s. So, you know, that's, that's really a great history there with the Germans. Well, you got all these hops, so and you got all these Germans, so I know someone's down there making beer. Um, yeah. Any favorite breweries down there? Oh, I mean, I've got favorite breweries all around New Zealand. I love <laughs> the North Island beer. Yeah, uh, so I got, I got some uh, really good friends that are, enthusiasts and they show me a lot of good beers all the time and uh, I'm very lucky in that way um, but locally yeah we've got some really great beers as well oh some of them have been around since uh, the very beginning as well like uh, 
we got the old, in, in Tasman, uh, actually in Stoke, um, which is Nelson, we have um, McCashins Brewery, which is the oldest um, brewery in New Zealand. Yeah. So um, they've got a lot of history there at McCashins, um, which is really cool. But over the years, I mean, I started this 12 years ago, and it was pretty much the beginning of the craft beer revolution when I started. So I was pretty lucky this, this all, all this stuff started happening around me. So it was really, it's been a really good ride with that. Yeah. I always tell folks, you know, the first thing they should do the first day they're in a new place, they should go on one of these tours, a food tour, a tour of some kind to kind of get to know the area, talk to a local. And then you can ask some questions, you know, stuff like, uh, you know, where, where should we go for dinner tonight or what other things should we do? Yeah. So the question I always ask of, of my guides is, what are some of the other places that we should go after we've done this tour with you? What are the, the can't miss things? My customers often like to go out for a drink when they, because they often meet friends, you know, or, or new friends on the tours, you know, they get quite social. I might have four different couples there and somebody by themselves and they get quite social during the day. And um, I always recommend going down to the free house, which is uh, it's a must have in, in town, really nice beer garden. They've got a record store inside oh, cool. uh, the free house as well with the really cool DJ that runs that and um, Grant Smithies. Yeah. So, and, and amazing beers from all around the place, all around New Zealand, um, and you can choose what beers you want, and you can you can order your food from other restaurants, and they'll deliver it, and oh. you can eat it there. It's, it's a really nice atmosphere. So, that's one of the places that I, I recommend um, to visit, yeah, and then I tell them a few places where uh, they can have dinner as well, get hungry. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> I made a I made a nice arribiata tonight, but uh, I think I could oh, go for no. go for a couple of beers after this too. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, this you know this has really got me wanting to come back to New Zealand now and visit the Tasman Bay and Nelson and Marlborough area, and hopefully we'll get our act together here and be able to travel internationally. Us Americans seems like you Kiwis got uh, got everything together, so hopefully we get to come down and yeah. visit you soon. We'll. Um, We'll put some links in the show notes so that folks know how to get in touch with you, CJ. Thanks for being on the podcast. It's been great talking to you and uh, Kia ora. Oh, thank you very much. Kia ora. (laughs) CJ is a great guide, and I got to say, he sounds like he'd be a good guy to have a pint with as well. You can get links to all the places CJ talks about in this episode, including his tour company in our show notes at radiomisfits.com slash DED91. That's slash DED91. Also in the show notes, all the other episodes that we've had on the show about New Zealand. It's one of my favorite countries to visit, and I think I've done three other episodes about New Zealand. Well, uh, that's going to do it for this week's show. Next week, we're talking wine. Wine from all over the world. Until then... Go to DestinationEatDrink.com. I've got over 40 foodie travel guides to cities all over the world. They're detailed with all the places that you want to eat, to drink, all the good things to do in that city, plus places to go shopping and accommodations. So it's really your one-stop shop if you're planning on going to any of these cool foodie cities. And just recently, I've added an interactive map for each city with all of my recommendations. You can download it to your phone, make your travel much easier. 
Destination Eat Drink is distributed by Ed Silla and the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Thanks, Ed. I'm Brent Peterson. Wear your effing mask. And I'll see you down the road. Join us next week for another culinary adventure on Destination Eat Drink, a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network.